Hello and welcome to Being Green. This year's edition of the United Nations Climate Change Conference, or COP27, gets underway in just over a week's time in the Egyptian seaside resort of Sharm el-Sheikh. At the 2021 gathering, countries were asked to present their plans to cut fossil fuel emissions by 2030 and to recommit to net zero fossil fuel emissions by 2050. But a UN climate change report this week showed that while there is some downward movement in global greenhouse gas emissions, these efforts are insufficient to limit the temperature increase to 1.5 degrees Celsius by the end of the century. Well, someone who is attending next week's conference is 24-year-old Cape Tonian Gabriel Clarsen. He's youth coordinator at the African Climate Alliance and has been a leading voice in youth climate activism since his school years. Gabriel, thanks for joining me on the program today. What triggered your involvement in climate activism? Thank you so much for having me. Um, I think a big thing that, that kind of started it was definitely seeing that the social injustices affected me in my community growing up and those around me. And I didn't originally find the link between climate and social, but after being a part of the Eco Club at school, and that's really where I found a deeper passion for the kind of justice movement I'm a part of now, where I realized that actually the issues that we face on a social level are also connected to a climate justice level. And so that's really what kind of spiraled me into the space, was seeing that it's more than just about you know, the environment. It's about people and planet as well. So that's really what pushed me into the space that I'm at right now. Well, you've been part of workshop and community outreaches to young people for some time now. Do you find that they're generally concerned about climate change? I think a big thing that I've noticed um, through these workshops over the last maybe four or five years has definitely been the fact that there is a massive knowledge gap in South Africa, and it's to no one's fault except our education systems. Many people don't understand or recognize, rather, shall I say, that a lot of the issues that are on the social side, like uh, food insecurity, the drought that we had, the wildfires and more, are actually linked to climate injustice. And so they actually do care about climate and climate justice. It's just not necessarily the first thing on their priority list. And so once you kind of show them how that link lies there, uh, a lot more passion is found. People care about the future, people care about the environment and our climate. It's just priorities do take uh, a front line. Um, Things like earning a living, for example. Exactly, and putting food on the table is a big, big thing. Yeah. You've also been part of Africa-wide discussions between young people about climate change. What message mm-hmm. are you, as the youth coordinator of the African Climate Alliance, taking to COP27? So through our uh, online conference series, the first is coming up next week, called Africa's Youth Voices Conference Series. It's been quite a a journey. We've had 21 countries participate, about 50 people in each session. And it's it's been quite powerful to see that. And so it it kind of gives us a broader perspective. In South Africa, it's not just about, cool, what is, you know, what are our our challenges that we're facing, but rather the broader continent, especially with Africa hosting COP this year again. Uh, a message I'm taking forward is that it's time for us to be the forefront of the movement and the center of the movement. For too long, we've been looking at the global north for guidance. We've been looking at Europe and you know the U.S. to save us, when in fact they don't have the solutions that we have and have been practicing for years in Africa, in indigenous knowledge systems, forms of resilience and adaptation. We all understand that many of the people living in South Africa and Africa understand that, but 
don't really find the link because we are told, no, 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 wait for us, we'll save you. And so what I'm taking forward is it's time for us to act on our future and what we want. But it's also time for those who ask not only reparations, but other forms of finance like loss and damage finance and more to pay up. It shouldn't be a loan. It should basically be, sorry, this is our problem that we've caused. Let us help you fix it by giving you money so you can be enabled to act on your own empowerment. And I presume also get the youth involved. I think that goes without saying, but I again, yes, get the youth involved. It's about time that young people start leading the space. Absolutely, and thanks there to Gabriel Klaassen, the Youth Coordinator of the African Climate Alliance, who will be attending COP27, which gets underway on the 6th of November in Egypt. And that's it for this week from Meeglin's Crook. Till next time, take care and goodbye. Ask not what your community can do for you. Ask what you can do for your community. At Remax Living Real Estate, our ethos is built on giving back. From sponsoring music broadcasts to FMR's Being Green, our focus is on making your world more harmonious and our planet more sustainable. So when it comes to choosing a real estate partner, don't go for anything less than people who are maximum givers. Galinda Moser from Remax Living Real Estate. FMR.